a moment or two to the angry young man With his foot in his mouth and his heart in his hand He's been stabbing the back, he's been misunderstood It's a comfort to know his intentions are good And he sits in a room with a lock on the door With his maps and his medals laid out on the floor And he likes to be known as the angry young man Hey everyone, this is episode 35 of Not All Bad. Uh, I'm Zach Andrews. And this is Paul Messman, and uh, joining us today is uh, one of my good friends, Garrett. Um, Hello. All the uh, other guests we have have just been shitty, and they've just been leading up to this. Uh, for God, our first Paul. Actually this good guest. <laughs> this is the episode. Yeah, this, this, it's all been leading up to this. Uh, Garrett's a good friend of mine. Uh, met him at A and M. Uh, one of those just friends of a friend of a friend of a friend thing, and all those in between friends kind of sucked, and I don't talk to him anymore. But Garrett is stuck around. Uh, and is, yeah, that's actually very true. How that works. <laughs> I know we had, we had so many uh, like random tangential friends, and we're like, "Hey, you're cool." And we just hung out together. Yeah, uh, but that's we're uh, we're excited that Garrett's here today. Yeah, we are. Um, I thought, Aww. Paul, when you when you jumped into the show and you were going to introduce Garrett, I thought you were going to say, like you said, this is a very good friend of mine, and um, I was expecting you to go to the route of, and we exhausted all other options for guests until we arrived at Garrett. Not saying that I agree with that. I thought that's what the route <laughs> you were going to go after following it with, this that is my is, very good friend, you know, do a, a little jabbing. That is technically <laughs> true, though, because I was talking to Paul and I was like, hey, I can do the podcast this week. And he's like, ooh, we got somebody else. And then <laughs> yesterday he texted me he's like they fell through they suck we want you and i was like all right i'll be anyone's second choice <laughs> well that person who sucks is going to be on our next episode so well let them there. know that paul yeah. thinks he sucks i'm not saying i think they suck. <laughs> paul thinks they suck man okay. really really setting up for some good relations uh, at the beginning of yeah. the next episode <laughs> I, I was just surprised <laughs> <laughs> i was just surprised you went that route instead of just Instead of just dogging on every other person who's taking the time to be on our show, but you got big shoes to fill, Garrett. I guess if Paul's going to set you up like that. Um, usually, I I do this um, this thing here at the beginning of the show where I say, "If this is your first time listening, blah blah blah," and and I really need to take it seriously this time because. Um, based on a discussion that Paul and I had today that I'm now forcing him to talk about live on the show, I literally told him, Paul, I don't want to hear about this anymore. Please wait until we record because I want to do this live. Um, we now, I think, can maybe assume that we will have a, at least a, one or two new people listening this week. <laughs> Paul, would you, would you care to explain why? Well, uh, <laughs> following last week's episode about dating apps, uh, where Zach and I talked by our uh, respective experiences. Uh, I heard Zach talk about Hinge a lot, uh, and I downloaded Hinge a few days ago just for the heck of it, um, because if you listen to last week's rant, uh, clearly what I need is more matches and more stress about responding to more people. (laughs) Um, And uh, Hinge requires you to answer a lot of questions, and for one of the questions, I was like, you know what? Might as well uh, promote the podcast while I'm at it. So I, for a question, said... Uh, one of the dorkiest things about me is that I have a podcast. Yes, yes, you can judge me for it. And I've gotten a couple responses uh, today specifically uh, to that uh, prompt. Have they all been people? <laughs> they been, uh, I wish, frankly, they <laughs> have seemed, they've seemed a little bit too eager saying, oh, I love podcasts. Uh, what is your podcast? I would love to tune in. 
Um, and I, whether or not they expressed it explicitly, it's almost certain they were judging you. I just I have to say, <laughs> that's oh no, they said fair. something to I, their friend and then texted you. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's probably likely. But they also uh, probably think it's like a true crime podcast or like something that's like more interesting than uh, complaining <laughs> well, yeah, about they, our they daily asked me lives. What it was about? Like, excuse you. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. This is. I, <laughs> I'm not. I'm, just, I'm not knocking it necessarily. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not that I have any valuable insight or uh, technical knowledge to share with the world or anything instructional. I just have an oversized ego that convinces me that people want to listen to me just stumble through poorly planned jokes every week. Uh, and so I tried you to explain jokes. <laughs> Some of them. Uh, <laughs> You're peeling and- back the curtain here. <laughs> you know that is a phrase that almost every guest has used apparently we have a curtain for the process here i didn't even realize that we were being so secretive i uh, use that phrase watch movies. <laughs> that's true yeah exactly. uh, the hosts don't 50 well, percent of the hosts don't <laughs> yeah and uh and and one of the girls that i matched with uh several days ago asked me what i was doing tonight so again this is girl number three that i mentioned that i have a podcast which i'm an idiot for Oh, you now, didn't tell me that. Uh, no, that happened within the last uh, couple hours. Uh, wow. And uh, so now um, there are likely at least three girls uh, listening to this episode. I, I, I guess like I, should, I should just uh, throw out that whoever you are that's listening to this, you are the most important one, and the other ones don't <laughs> matter to me. I uh, like the idea, Paul, that you told them about this, and they get on, they listen to last week's. As like their first episode, and it's just you'd be like, "I have thirty matches." I that's hate exactly that, okay. That's that's Garrett, the exactly issue. Exactly what I wanted to talk. Yes, about. that is that is the thing I'm most concerned about. Is of all the times for me to recruit people, specifically girls that I might be interested in, to listen to this podcast. This is the worst time because recruit? <laughs> recruit's a funny word. Uh, yeah, you're, but <laughs> you're trying to date. You're not trying to recruit. Are you starting a cult? Well, okay. Or, okay you I'm know trying what? to. <laughs> Paul, maybe you're just maybe you're just so dedicated to the show that you're not even interested in these women uh, for a relationship. You're just out there just whoring yourself out for more attention on the the podcast. That, which that's I all, that's very frankly much what it feels like at this point because I'm fully aware that, <laughs> that you you that the, no, you're becoming first... what you said last week where you're like I hate when they advertise stuff in their bio. <laughs> look, at look what you've become. You're right, man. Uh, didn't expect our guest to to. To have uh, detailed criticisms ready. This isn't a podcast call. This is an intervention. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, my concern is that of all the weeks for me to advertise this podcast, the most recent episode, which is the one they're most likely to click on, is one where I'm complaining about dating apps. And t- I-, I feel like it's one of those unspoken things where it's like it's assumed that they have other matches, but you don't like explicitly be like, man, I just got so many girls to talk to right now. Like, I'm just swamped <laughs> with how many women want to talk to me. Like, you, that's not something you tell one of your matches because it just comes across as awful. Uh, and, and if someone listens more uh, detailed f- to last week's episode, they'll see that I'm actually miserable from it. It's the worst. <laughs> uh, but uh, new listeners, welcome. I, I hope I, if you made this far, uh, maybe we actually are a good match because you probably don't uh, realize that how shitty I am. Or uh, maybe you embrace it. Who knows? Uh, but welcome. Uh, I'm I'm now going to be much more uh, diplomatic about how I discuss <laughs> these dating apps uh, with the knowledge oh, that well, we any don't that. random That's assortment. Not what this show is well, okay, I, I'm I'm telling them that, but I'm not, you guys just ruined <laughs> everything. He's uh, starting the relationship by lying. <laughs> that, <laughs> I mean, how else are you going to get them get them roped in? <laughs> Boy, I <Jeez>. I've. <laughs> 
my, my choice recruiting event. <laughs> you you are fall, you are just digging that hole deeper and deeper. You got like a my, subway. My choice of words gets worse by the minute, and I I I've, I don't have too much more to say. I, I like the idea of all three of these girls that you've matched with and told about the podcast listening to episode thirty four, which I know is a pipe dream already. But all three of them having. Uh, I want you to take me on an adventure in their bio. And as soon as oh, they get to that, oh, they're, like, they're like, you know what? This Paul guy's kind of funny. I'm kind of into this. They get to that point and they're like, oh my God, immediate unmatch. <laughs> I mean, if, if I get any unmatches, uh, like within the days following next week's episode, uh, from these women, I will let y'all know. I'll keep you updated. Um, it's gonna be, it's a, it's a great time. We're having fun out there in the wild, you know, maybe they're just, uh, put up to it by your, their pay. <clears throat> they're paid by your bosses to <laughs> find out the name of the show. <laughs> yeah. For, for those see what who Paul's are talking about, now. for those who are longtime fans might be aware. I have a pair. Okay. Apparently I just don't know how to hold my tongue. Cause I've accidentally told my bosses about the show more than once, kind of being vague about it. And it's, it's any one of these days they're going to show up here and I can see it. Maybe they will be, horrified maybe they'll be impressed that i have a, a life and personality outside of work who knows but uh yep. it's that day is coming <laughs> y'all need to make like stretch goals where you're like if we get this many listeners this week we'll invite paul's boss on the show <laughs> <laughs> see i i adore the sound of that and the flip side of that coin is me having to invite my boss under the show which is the worst idea <laughs> so i can't follow through on that goal <laughs> I feel like um, my boss would love this, but he would just be criticizing it the whole time because he works in like audio video stuff. Well, t- I'm, I'm willing to, he's not my boss, so you can tell him about it. And <laughs> 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 one more person hating us is, is okay with me as long as I don't know them personally. But maybe I'll get them to listen, you know, and then he'd be like, hey, this is, you know, something. Anyway. <laughs> That's the idea. Uh, look, <laughs> I, I just like the idea that Paul and I are so far apart in our, approach that it's openly listed on his dating profile and meanwhile i actually did go on a date with somebody from hinge a couple weeks ago and we talked about podcasts for probably 45 minutes and i never ever would have dreamed of telling her that i have one (laughs) (laughs) paul a a few weeks ago paul uh matched with some girl on like a bumble or something here in college station and he was like at what point do i tell her i have a podcast (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I have a habit of recruiting uh, input from my friends, and and I feel like one of the biggest things, the bombshells I have to drop is I have a podcast. I don't mean that in a good way, <laughs> but it's like I have a podcast. <laughs> well, listen, uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, then welcome. We're, we really are happy to have you. Um, typically, the show works by uh, Paul and I. Um, bringing to the table something that has made us mad in the last couple weeks. And we talk about why it made us mad. Um, Listeners like you can submit ideas on what we should rant about. And then in the middle of the show, we'll, we'll draw a random suggestion from a hat and uh, find a way to be pissed off about that. And then we'll cap the show off by each talking about something that has made us happy. That's why it's called not all bad. Um, Today, however, because Garrett is with us and we're very happy to have him. We're going to eliminate that middle segment of the show where we uh, pull a topic from a hat. Instead, the three of us are each going to take a turn ranting on something that made us mad and then each take a turn ranting on something that made us happy. Um, We're available on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, 
and Overcast. And uh, we're on Twitter at Not All Bad Show. And you can email us at notallbadshow at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to be a guest on the show like Garrett, emailing is the way to go. And if you want to have your random rant idea right on the show, you can also let us know via the email by using the subject line random rant idea. And they both work. That's how I got here. <laughs> yeah, he is a testament to the fact that they work. And Garrett, did you submit uh, topics for our our drunk episode? The, episode the drunk one, yes, yeah. <laughs> I remember I think that as well. One of vaguely. one of them was a call out on Paul, and then like two actual like, <laughs> funny ones. I uh, wish I could remember that's... Garrett. I really, I can't. Well, roll the tape. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I will. I think it's my turn to start us off on the negative rants today. I think so. So I'm going to go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, I've actually got, uh, this is one of those episodes where I've been accumulating a variety of smaller topics. So I'd like to uh, actually talk about two little topics today that are connected. They're not completely unrelated. Uh, they have to do with tropes from TV shows that I find to be just entirely unacceptable. Oh, I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know this is kind of a subject that we talk about maybe even a little bit too often, but um, the perspective today is a little more specific because these two rants are seemingly done by shows that are good more often than shows that are bad, which makes them especially frustrating to me. Um, first off, I'd like to talk about squeaky farts, squeaky <laughs> fart sound effect. Now... You guys almost certainly know what this is. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'll, I'll insert into the episode audio when I'm editing uh, a clip from YouTube um, of what this of what this sound effect is, what this fart sounds like typically. Um, I hope that I can, I hope that you guys uh, can hear me on the phone call right now. I'm going to play it out of my computer speakers. And okay. uh, I got a YouTube video here from January 11th, 2017. With three likes and 633 views called Squeak Fart. <laughs> That's it's two seconds many. long. That's too many. And, I, it's very, and uh, probably 30 of them are for me today alone while I was trying to get the audio right. I really hope you can hear it. Um, but I'll, I'll play it uh, right now on the actual episode audio so the people listening at home can for sure hear it. I don't know if that registered at all for you guys on the phone. <laughs> I, in my head, it was like a baby goat. I don't know why. I just thought. Of no, it's like okay. So I it's like. Uh, let me see if I can just do it here. <laughs> Damn it! It you works. I mean? That's why they use it because we laugh. <laughs> well, now you're just undermining my point, Garrett. <laughs> I just, I'm trying to ruin things. I'm sorry. <laughs> the one of the most <laughs> offensive things about this fart sound effect to me is that it's it so often follows a string of long, normal sounding farts. It's kind of like a punctuation mark on a ridiculous <laughs> fart sentence. <laughs> Look, I'm 24 years old, okay? I fart a lot. <laughs> Never in my entire long life of farting have I ever heard a fart that sounded like that. <laughs> ever. That's not how people fart. If, if you're, I feel like you got to be clenching so hard to make a fart that would sound like that. Just, just barely eke out that a gas at that rate to cause a squeak like that that you couldn't i mean it wouldn't you wouldn't even fart in the first place you're clinching so tight I, it doesn't make any sense to me i so i find this one to be 
it's just so demeaning as a listener of a show. It's like if you're gonna listen, if you're gonna give me a fart sound effect, I'm gonna eat that shit up. I'm gonna love it. I, I'm not saying no to farts, okay? Especially in my TV content. But I expect that you have the audacity, you have the bravery to give me a legitimate human fart. I want a real hearty one, okay? I don't want it like a like a church pew fart. I, I just I I don't I've never heard anyone fart like that before. It's what not would a thing a that people do, and I don't fart sound like. What is that? I I don't know. Like a, I I don't know. <laughs> I I can't even imagine. But it, it it would sound like I feel like if you heard a fart that sound like a quote unquote church pew fart, you would be able to you you would recognize it as a fart, right? As mm-hmm. like oh that person sitting on a bench or something. Maybe I just have a, maybe my hearing is just so honed to farts at this point. He's like, mm, that's a Baptist fart. Oh, that's a Methodist <laughs> fart. Right. That sounds Catholic. I don't know if it kept I'm getting, quite getting that, up but... and sitting down. It was a whole thing. All I'm saying is that's not a real sound that comes out of people's bodies. I don't know where it first originated, but I hate, I hate it and it shouldn't exist. Give me a real fart. My favorite thing about this is now I'm imagining the Foley artists having to make this sound effect. Where they're sitting around in a room that's like soundproof and they're like dropping bowling balls, making big, uh, you know, noises for stuff like that. Big loud thuds that make an explosion noise like, hey, did we get the fart today? And then they mic up some dude's ass. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm talking about, man. Give me some real authenticity in your artwork. (laughs) If you have to mic up a guy's ass to get a real quality fart sound, then so be it. You don't want to hear a funny story related to that? Yeah. Uh, uh, wow. That's a, okay, that's a yes. great way to start that, isn't it? How are we yeah. going to say no to that? So I, I work at 12th Man Productions, which does the A&M uh, sports broadcasting for all the mm-hmm. sports, uh, baseball, football, all that stuff. And we have a girl uh, named Meredith who's one of our audio engineers. And she always requests to work baseball. Uh, and her reason when we ask her, like, why do you always say baseball? She goes, because their pants look good. And we're <laughs> like, true. okay, I see what you mean. Um, yeah. But then uh, we started making fun of her at one point, and our boss is uh, started. What do, you, what do you say? He went to her and was like, "Oh, you want to work baseball? What are you going to do? Mic up their butts? That's all you can do in audio, right? You're just going to mic up their butts." And there, we have, there's a photo of her now, and I probably should be telling you this. There's a photo where uh, one of the baseball players is walking, and Meredith is holding like three cameras, and she's walking directly behind him, and like she saw that I had my phone out like snapchatting this or something so she puts the mic really close to his butt and so there's just a, <laughs> like a photo now circulating in our workplace of meredith with a mic to a baseball player's butt that's all right that's going on the twitter uh as uh, tomorrow you could <laughs> it's going on the not all bad twitter <laughs> let me see if i can find it no, i'm just kidding <laughs> we'll protect meredith's uh identity her her pants fetish baseball pants fetish identity <laughs> So yeah, um, that's that's kind of the end of my rant on farts. But I got uh, one more uh, TV trope that I'd like to, to talk about today. Uh, let's talk about the voicemail message. Uh, and you know the one I'm talking about here too. It's where the main character is desperately trying to speak to somebody and their phone keeps ringing until you eventually get a, hey, it's Mark. Looks like I can't come to the phone right now. Man, Mark, shut the f*** up. <laughs> The worst, the worst variety of this awful execution 
is when they give you something with like the, the hey, what's up? I'm <laughs> just kidding. I can't come to the phone right now. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> the worst. Look, listen. Okay. It's the year of our Lord 2020. So if you have a custom voicemail at all, you're likely a complete psycho already. Oh, okay. But to have a custom <laughs> but to have a custom voicemail that's a joke. It's not just like hey, uh, you've reached Zach Andrews' cell phone. We can't come to the phone right now. Please leave a, a message and I'll be sure to call you back. Like that already is unacceptable. But if you have a joke as your voicemail message, that's beyond the pale. You deserve the electric chair, frankly. <laughs> you might as well be a war criminal. So many otherwise quality shows fall into these traps, and it's I, it's so it's so puzzling. Real quick, you know what feels worse <laughs> than when you want to talk to someone and then you think they pick up but they haven't? <laughs> what feels worse? First, first of all, if that actually happened to me, if I if I tried to call somebody and I got the voicemail that made me think. They picked up, but they really didn't. If that happened to me, I think, oh yeah, I forgot. This person actually sucks. Maybe I really don't need to call them right now. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out, really didn't need to talk to them that bad. I forgot how much they suck. I hate this person. <laughs> anyway, the only thing worse than that happening to you is trying to call somebody and then getting a cold, metallic, unfeeling robot voice asking for the voicemail if you really want to stir emotion in me like if somebody's trying to you know they really need to call somebody they're like trying to confess their love to them or something and then they get the fake voicemail it's gonna hurt me even worse if they get the just the the robot i thought that because there's like no emotion behind transition that to like a sponsor like you know what's worse than that not having car insurance if you call <laughs> if you call this well, number they probably won't answer they'll have a voicemail waiting for you but then then you can get to business you're spoiling things a little bit because actually car insurance is my positive rant for later in the show. Gary. You really throw me under the bus here. I have, I'm never getting invited on the show again. I've ruined two things. <laughs> um, I, I hate to admit that uh, when I got my first cell phone as a, uh, I was like a middle school, like eighth grade maybe, my first voicemail was one of those dreaded, Hello? Just kidding. I'm not really here. This is Paul Messman. You could leave in like just long, just long. I thought it was the cleverest shit in the world. This is and... just Paul messing with you, man. Anyway, here's uh... a. <laughs> oh my god! Listen, we're we're not really here to judge people for what they've done in eighth grade. Because if that were the case, then I should not be a host on this show. I shouldn't even be here. We we can let mistakes like that slide. The fact that professional adult writers of TV shows making a lot of money, or probably in fact not a lot, making a lot of money, but regardless, making more money than an eighth grader, should not be should not be pulling eighth grade shit like this. That's that's a great point. They're making nine dollars an hour. That's better than eighth grade. Like why the fuck? I'm sorry. <laughs> It's it goes back to again. I think it's cowardly. Give us a standard missed call message, and we're going to be just as affected by it. Give us a real <laughs> fart, and it's going to be just as funny. In fact, more funny because we know what a real fart sounds like. The squeak shit just doesn't cut it. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, all I have to say about farts and voicemails. Uh, <laughs> uh, unless unless you guys have anything else to add, um, Garrett, feel free to take it away with your topics today. Well, I mean, I'm just just go off what you just said. Like, I'm happy that we missed that uh that age group where if you meet a celebrity, you're like, hey, can you record a voicemail for me? <laughs> have you ever seen that? And that's also uh, in shows. And like, I've talked to people that are you know a little bit older, have more experience than I. 
And they're like, yeah, you know, we did that. Like, if you run into Morgan Freeman, you're like, hey, can you uh, say, Garrett's not here right now. He'll be right back. I've that, never heard of that, actually. Oh. That is, I'm kind of, I mean, that's very shitty to the person. But, <laughs> I, I mean, if if you count celebrities as quote-unquote people, I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, well, that's uh, it's better than better than the alternative, better than Paul's eighth grade strategy, <laughs> I think. I mean, it'd be fun to call someone and be like, is that Morgan Freeman? <laughs> yeah right like, i didn't know dan knew morgan freeman but then like you know what being though? him in that situation would be terrible that's a fantastic idea because i would i would on the contrary love a show that had the balls to have somebody they're like oh my god i need i love her i just realized i love her and she's he's like calling stephanie on the phone and it rings it rings it rings and then all of a sudden it's jason sudeikis like hey uh you've reached stephanie yeah she can't come to the phone right now uh but leave a message, and then you, then you so the episode ends, and you're like, "Is that, is that Sudeikis? <laughs> what? That's like what? South Park when they had Jay Leno play the cat, and he'd just go meow, like Jay Leno guest star. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. Actually. It's exactly like that. <laughs> but then you don't, and then you find out that she knows Jason on like like two seasons down the road, and then he's like a guest for like the entire season. Now that is a show I would watch. We need to write this. Let's. I feel like we just did. Stop giving away <laughs> let, our ideas for free, Garrett. Let's bring back <laughs> that movie guy from a few episodes ago. Have him direct. Mm. Oh yeah, there's an idea. <laughs> wow, we really start. We're gonna make money now. Forget the. I'm not gonna do car insurance for my positive rent anymore. I don't need your sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. No. That's uh, that's all I had to say. But that's a good point, actually. <laughs> Okay, so is it my rant? Yeah, it feel, is. Free, uh, yes. feel free to do your thing. Is that how this goes? Yep. Okay, yes. so this, I'm going to start it off by describing to you a local problem to College Station, Texas, that I believe is a larger problem elsewhere because I've also noticed it in Fort Worth and Jackson, Wyoming. Mm. But two very different places. Anyway, they just <laughs> redid uh, the main road right by the campus here at Texas A&M, University Drive. It was always horrible. It was always under construction. And they redid it. And all last summer, I'm sitting at the red light for 30 minutes going, man, when they finish this, it's going to be great. Well, they finished it, and it's not great. It is far from great. Because what has happened now is they have made it so that basically if you hit a red light, you're sitting there for two and a half minutes. Every time. I've timed this. I'm upset. It <laughs> is too data. long. You I have the data. data. I've done the math and the numbers. It's annoying because, well, they have it to where, you know, it used to be you would, if you were a pedestrian, you would hit the crosswalk button. And then as the cars were going straight, if you were walking the same direction as the traffic, you could walk across the street. Now they have it to where if you hit the button, it, you have to wait for, obviously, the thing to change and you can walk. But now all four uh, intersections or all four directions go at the same time, pedestrian-wise. So they have red lights for everybody that's driving while all the pedestrians are walking. So let's say someone just needs to walk across a, a, a side street. So they hit the button to cross that street. Well, now everyone is in traffic is sitting at a red light while this person's walking across the thing. So you're trying to go straight, and you're sitting there waiting because someone to your right is walking on a road. You're not even going down. <laughs> this, is the, this is the whole medium, median conundrum. Am I picturing this right? I'm, I... It, 
Yes, no. I mean, the median is part of it where they just made it harder to flow with traffic or now you have to, oh, you missed your left turn. You have to go way down there and change around. That's another rant and I can go on that rant. <laughs> I'm more upset okay. about having I'm, to wait because if I'm in my car, if I'm going somewhere, I hate driving on university now because I know that if I'm going straight on university, but someone is trying to walk down uh, a side street, uh, Ross or whatever, by the sh- uh, there's like a shell station. You know what I'm talking about? By the rise. You've been yep. around. If someone's I've trying to around. cross from the shell to the rise, they have to hit the button. And me going on university, straight down university, I now have to sit there and wait for 45 seconds for them to cross the street on a street that I'm not even on. Yeah, that <clears throat> that and, we can talk at length about the and then, myriad pitfalls. <laughs> and then the cops have the audacity to sit on the median and yell at you if you walk diagonal. Well, no, everyone stopped. So why can't you walk diagonally? <laughs> you have to, They make you still do the freaking L if you're trying to cross two streets instead of just going diagonal. And they sit there in their car with their uh, little microphone thing and they scream at you and they're like, hey, don't do that. That's bad. Do it better. We're going to arrest you. We're the cops. We can do that. <laughs> <laughs> now, they can, but have you ever seen anyone get arrested for walking diagonally or did they get... No, but I've seen someone get a $40 ticket. Uh, Really? Yes, it's obnoxious. So it's like, if... I've heard a rumor that they did this so that you could walk diagonally. But now, the College Station police are making it so that you can't walk diagonally. Hmm. If that's the case, just go back to the old way. Like, why are we doing that now? Now, this ties into my rant of elsewhere because I've noticed other places in Fort Worth, in particular, where the traffic lights do similar things where they'll either do exactly what I'm talking about or they'll be on like an older system where they're not sensors. They're just, they're timers. So if you approach Mm -hmm. a red light and it's midnight and there's no one else on the road except for you, you're going to have to sit there and wait the same amount of time as if you approached at noon. Yes. That, in fact, that actually hails back to a previous rant I had probably in like a before even episode 10 about how I met one person who said he prefers timers. And I still think about it to this day <laughs> that I'm pissed that he preferred timers. Cause they're the worst. <laughs> I think he's killed himself. Like, where do you think he is now? Like... <laughs> Maybe after hearing Paul talk about him like that on the episode, he has he's like, damn, I'm called out. And then he just ends it. That's dark. Um... <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm annoyed by this because there's certain streets in both Fort Worth and Jackson and College Station now that I just avoid driving down because it's just, uh, it, I will go out of my way. If, I'm, if I drive for 10 minutes and I'm sitting there for nine of them, I'm going to go insane. But if I'm driving for 20 minutes and I'm driving for all 20, I'm much happier. Yes. So it's not necessarily even a time thing. It's just a doing something. I agree oh, with I that agree. completely. Yeah. <laughs> like, In fact, I'll take a five to ten minute longer route if it means I'm constantly moving. Yes. I'll, we have a mutual friend who lives here. I'll go over to his house, and I know that if I even approach university, I'm just going to get mad. So, <laughs> so my rant this week is about road rage and how I need to deal with that some way in a healthy way. <laughs> we aren't i don't know if would do you think this show constitutes a healthy or an unhealthy way of dealing with rage it's uh you know when i listen to y'all talk it's kind of cathartic but now that i'm on the <laughs> show my blood pressure is just ri- risen 
right? Yeah. <laughs> so I think you're. <laughs> I think I agree with that. It's not particularly <laughs> healthy for me. Maybe it's just a service we provide to others as um, healthy for them to listen to us be unhealthy. Yeah, I mean, to to some extent, uh, doing this show has made me more in tune to the things that frustrate me and has it's beneficial to the show if I harness that anger and amplify it. So I don't know if it's actually helped my uh, rage, but but I'm, I guess I'm glad to hear, Garrett, that it helped yours as a listener. <laughs> I don't know. It did until this happened, and I'm sitting in a red light listening to y'all talk, and I'm like, I haven't moved in two rants. <laughs> I tend to um, I tend to now just I, I'm equally as angry as I always have been but I harness it now like the dark side I use that anger there you go <laughs> uh, yeah Garrett, you I, well what? I was just gonna say uh, um, I, I sitting at a light when there's no one going is easily one of the most frustrating feelings of all time and, and it's, it's awful and, and and there's every once in a while where I'm sitting there and every few seconds I'm like, I'm going to run it. I'm just going to run it. There's no cops. I'm, just, I'm, I'm this close to do it. And then I almost never do because I'm a rule follower. However, oh, every, once in a, every once in a while, if it's a light I'm really familiar with and I know that there's no cops around and probably if it's late at night, I will run that red light. And let let me tell you, that that's a rush when you when you take it upon yourself <laughs> to defy the laws of our land it's a good feeling (laughs) oh it's a bit scary to me i don't know if i could ever do that the absolute worst thing happened to me the other day this is literally the worst thing that's ever happened to anyone ever (laughs) Um, i'm sitting there waiting to go i have wing stop with me so i'm obviously like i'm starving you know i'm ready to eat i'm like oh this is so good this is gonna be good i can't wait to get home and eat this and watch the sopranos because i've never seen it i'm gonna eat this it'll be great and I'm sitting there at the light, and I see this person come up, and they hit the crosswalk button, and I'm like, awesome. I'm going to have to sit here now for like four minutes. And then he looks down at his uh, Apple Watch, I guess, and goes, oh, and then turns, and then walks off. And now the rest of us are <laughs> sitting there for the 45 goddamn seconds that it would take him to cross the road while no one's going, and every single direction is stopped, and we're all just sitting there and just looking at each other like, yeah, I hate that guy too. do you think that it would help or hurt or a case-by-case basis to roll down your window and scream at them to go faster or it doesn't matter because the timer is a set time it's the timer that's the issue i I mean it's that i would be mad either way if i had to sit there and wait that 45 seconds but the fact i had to sit there and wait for nobody because that person was like, I'm just going to go home now. I don't know. My Apple Watch said it's time to eat food. I'm going to go to Starbucks. I don't know. I was so mad. I didn't even enjoy my food. I was just sitting there watching The Sopranos, watching Tony kill people going, man, I wish I could do that. That is a lingering. That There is no almost no anger that's lingered so far into the day post-triggering event that my meal is ruined. If I've got wings up in front of me, I can forget almost any transgression. (laughs) I had three wings and I was good, but the first three, I was like, "Yeah, well, you know, that's just that's just a natural progression. Is you got to get some hate wings down before it's kind of like a pH balance. You got to return to your normal state, right? Exactly. You're eating it; it's spicy. You're like, I'm hurting myself because, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, Garrett, anything else to add on uh, on your topic today? I mean, that's basically... I didn't want it to be as local as it was, but I just realized I had so much lingering anger that I don't even, <laughs> I even realize until right this moment. So I think I have something to deal with. I think the show excels the, the more niche we get. I mean... <laughs> I don't think anyone on earth has ever been upset at a squeaky fart before, but I found a way, <laughs> right? So I think I think the more niche we get, the better. Often. I don't think you should say no one because when as soon as you said that, I was like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, but <laughs> did you really? Have you thought yeah. about it before? Uh, maybe, you know, not directly. I think it took uh, your talent of being upset to uh, determine how upsetting it actually is. Thank you. All of that was really just to get you to, to compliment me. So we can move on. <laughs> That's why you bring guests on the show, right? They like make fun of the show like once or twice and they compliment you. That is. Yeah. That's the only reason. Closer <laughs> to the truth than I'd like to admit. <laughs> Paul, let's hear what you got today. Yeah. Well, mine, mine's pretty straightforward. Um, I'm a little bit upset about furniture you buy that you have to build yourself. So <laughs> I've, uh, I recently got myself a new TV and then naturally that wasn't the only cost involved. I was like, crap, like the stand on this TV doesn't fit on the furniture. I had my other TV on. I've got to buy a new TV stand. So I did. I bought myself a new TV stand. Uh, and I spent, I spent a, a, uh, a, a decent amount of money on this TV stand. And for the amount of money I spent and considering the quality of materials present, you would think it would, cost a lot less and you would think that the the money would be going towards the cost of constructing it or something but no uh i picked up this tv stand from target it's in a box as many pieces of furniture are like a very flat box where you have to to rip it open and then you've got a million different pieces with letters taped onto them that you have to follow instructions for and and here's the thing based on my education and the fact that i'm not an idiot i grasp why (laughs) they 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 package this stuff this way like the 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 packaging of this piece of furniture this tv stand is it's probably 10 percent the size of the actual tv stand once built like it's significantly smaller um and so i understand why for the sake of their costs being lower for the actual manufacturing just making each individual piece is lower i understand that um that takes up less space in their inventory both in terms of transportation, like on these trucks, or once it's sitting in the targets, taking up space, I get all of that. And let me tell you, Garrett and Zach, I don't give a shit. I want this furniture <laughs> built for me. I'm not a goddamn carpenter who needs to take out this dr- like a drill and be putting. There was a there was one step that required me to put in 32 screws on one piece of wood into the rest of this wood. I don't. Why do I need to put in 32 screws? That is so many screws. Uh, like you have to have so much equipment just to put this together. And here's the thing. I, I, I understand, especially for smaller pieces of furniture, that like, it, like it, I don't know, like a, a f- t- TV stand. Sorry, I'm getting real fired up here. No, uh, like, why stop? Why apologize? Go. I'm You're sorry. I'm sorry. Not. I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> Like maybe a nightstand. We we got like th- four legs, one thing on the top. That's all there is to it. It's gonna take you ten minutes to construct. Maybe fifteen if you're an idiot. That's fine. <laughs> I get that. That's very straightforward. We've established he's not an idiot. But let me so. tell you about this TV stand I just built the other night. It took me two separate nights. Each night, probably three or four hours. 
<laughs> this is a total of like six to eight hours that I spent. It's it's too heavy for one man to lift, which is frustrating at its own level because it's like they don't assume that I'm sad and alone, which I am, and so I can't lift this on my own. That's well, enlist the TV. help. I've got a. That's why I have a TV in the first place because I'm alone and sad, and so. <laughs> I've got to build this whole... I, first, I've got to carry this on my own. I'm breaking my back to do this. It's awful. And then by the time you open it, we got, we got like 15 different pieces here. We've got bags full of parts. We've got instructions that don't make any sense. Like, they... Uh, mm. Paul. And, and it takes so... What, what Garrett? All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Never mind. Sorry. Go, please go ahead. Please go ahead. I, I don't want to undermine you here at all, but I do remember you texting me saying, I'm too drunk to be building this TV stand. <laughs> okay. Oh, the truth comes out. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. So, Basically, I guess I got to back. I didn't, I didn't anticipate that someone would have insider info for this rant. I guess I didn't uh, know my audience here in person. Uh, that If Garrett was listening alone at home, he could, he could complain on his own that there's extra information, but he'd never get a chance no, we're to, doing this to live. speak up about it. It's true. I, I worked on it for a couple hours, and I said, this is some bullshit. I need... Man, this makes me sound like a freaking alcoholic. I was like, I need some, I need some alcohol for this. This is frustrating. <laughs> I, so, I was like, oh, a so I, had, I had a few I drinks. Do? Alcohol. <laughs> so I, I did have a few drinks during the first night of it, because I was like, this is some garbage. I'm just screwing in screws. This This doesn't take... Well, I say it doesn't take a lot of skill, but but here's here's my next issue with this, is that the, the, these things aren't manufactured as precisely as they should be, and so no, inevitably, true. things do not line up how they should. And now the part of me that took manufacturing classes and materials classes in college and talked about quality assurance is fired up about this, because while I'm paying... 225 goddamn dollars for this <laughs> i better have some pieces that line up perfectly because two so there it's it's a it's a nice piece of furniture there's like four doors on it the, the, the middle two are have glass you can see through and see exactly how nerdy i am and how many video game consoles i have and then we got a couple outer two that are blocked off so i can hide things in them without guests <laughs> seeing them and those outer two that's they scrape against game. the bottom when I open and close them, and already <laughs> it's chipped off with little paint, what little shitty paint was on there. And so now, now you just see this plain exposed naked wood because these doors, I put them on, per I spent, you, you have no idea how much time I spent <laughs> lining this up, making sure everything was lined up perfectly. I, I took, I, I had a freaking tape measure. I, again, <laughs> I, I'm a studied engineer, which some people in the audience will take issue with because industrial distribution is like kind of not engineering. Who gives a shit? But like I you don't need to have an engineering degree to, to be able to take out a tape measure and know with certainty that you have a 32.54 inch length here that needs to be perfectly lined up. And even with my tape measuring skills. These doors are crooked and they scrape and you have to lift them up to, to open and close them properly. And and there are some screws that just completely miss the mark and and just they're just in an open area. They're not attaching to anything. Whew, this is it, it's a disaster. It, it doesn't well, look like a disaster, but it feels like a disaster. I understand your frustration. Uh, mainly because I know the tape measuring class and ID is only a sophomore level class. So you took that quite a few years ago. 
but it's true <laughs> i'm currently in uh, one of those where you measure with tape and you're like uh, why do i need to learn this you know and then you get a tv stand one day and you're like oh that's why okay yes i i know with certainty exactly how many decimal points i can go out and and rounding errors and all of that you're like oh is there a tolerance yeah Yeah, exactly exactly that's what i was gonna say is a tolerancing is always so bad on these prefabricated assembly yourself furniture it's just the machining is is terrible that's why this never fits together (laughs) exactly and i am it's so frustrating, and like honestly, the front of it looks good. I'm looking at it right now; it's in my room because naturally, I spend a lot of time in my room, and it's <laughs> it's just it looks good from the front. If you would look at the back, you would see how much frustration I had with the thirty two goddamn screws, <laughs> and because <laughs> a lot, of, it just I measured it so well, I I. I put in so much work and it still didn't work out the way it was supposed to. And it looks a little bit wonky from the back. And now, do they supply you with all the screws? Like, is it one of those things you open the box and it's all there? They, they have all the screws. They have all the nuts and bolts, all, all the parts you need, but they don't supply you any of the tools. So you've got to ah. have like a flathead screwdriver, a Phillips head screwdriver. And you, if you're smart and value your time, you probably have an actual drill, like electronic drill as well. Uh, which again, I don't know if I mentioned, but there was 32 screws at one of those steps. And I did the first four hand by hand with a Phillips head. And I was like, this is not happening. And I thought then you said you I... weren't an idiot. <laughs> well, <laughs> why well, I, I, I called out at every turn. I love it, man. This is, uh, I have well, no problem uh, calling a spirit is getting blacklisted from this show. Uh, but <laughs> he knows too much but um yeah i got i finally got the drill and it's it's they just require i again i i acknowledge that there is a lot of logic in cutting costs to why companies do this like it technically it probably saves them a lot of money and in turn saves you some of that money on the back end but like i all i'm saying is if i'm building this i feel like i should only be paying like a few dollars on a market for these materials because i know i know that these pieces of wood only cost them in total maybe 50 dollars but when you have a markup to make this over 200 dollars for this piece of furniture i should not be taking the time to build this because that is ridiculous (sighs) i uh (laughs) i like how often that you how often you said that you're single or you're not going to find anyone or whatever because (laughs) I'm sure that after after th- three of your potential dates heard that conversation, they have instantly fallen in love. Girls, for what it's worth, this TV stand supports a 4K television. <laughs> every it's, it's, every it's woman, true. what's what's the uh, what's the fr- you don't have to be handsome, you just have to be handy. Is that the yeah, phrase? Wh- that is the phrase, and you also have to have an HDR television. Paul, you better be. I'm just saying, you better be handsome. I mean, I know you are, but. <laughs> I know I know what you look like, but clearly you're not handy. <laughs> no, he figured out how to use a drill eventually. <laughs> he got there, yeah. Man, I... man, there's there's just so much gold here. You know, if there's any women in the audience, new or otherwise, just just let me know. I'll I'll poorly build you a TV stand. Clearly, 
Uh, all side great, what a what a jumping in point for all the women we have as fans of the show. This is this is really awesome. <laughs> we need more diversity in our listenership anyway. Can y'all like determine that? Is there a way to like see like oh this many like females watch versus males? Yeah, we can uh-huh. because we know who our friends are. <laughs> <laughs> it's all unofficial, I see. Okay. Additionally to that, SoundCloud has some statistics that like if someone is listening through a locked in account, we can see some of those stats, but uh, most of our uh, listeners are lazy and uh, <laughs> and they don't log into anything. They just listen, which is fine. I don't, I don't log into anything either. It's fine. So uh, it, yeah, I'm interested Gary, in how these things are like, are they made or shipped out? Like, do they just like build one and then send it out to like their sweatshops in Sweden? And they're like, hey, Ikea, make this and we're going to throw the Target brand on it. And you then know, they that's send actually it to you, and they're like, "Haha, make it." That, that's actually a great question. I was also wondering how much of the process is them. Do they just build it straightforward the first time, and then reverse engineer how to make it like space saving and cost effective to build the individual parts and like realistic for an idiot like me to build? Like, I I, I don't really know, and I I find that moderately interesting. Like but I'm still Lego mad that they're it. making me do it. Like Lego just had the CEO's son and his friends in a room, and they're like, "Hey, build this starship from Star Wars," and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah here it is." Cracking the cold one. <sighs> and then they take it apart piece by piece and put the instructions together and ship it off. That sounds about right to me. My next rant is how Legos have gone up in price. <laughs> oh goodness! Yeah, we could talk about that for a while, huh? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, and does anyone have any more contribution for for Paul's rant about uh, furniture building? I think I'm good. Paul, it sounds like you've gone through another personal hell since last week. <laughs> <laughs> All the while, while Paul is trying to build this, he's like, I have 30 people messaging me. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. This, this, is, this is getting out of hand. But I need... Zach, we're going back to having your friends on the show because my friends know too much about me. Uh, um, well, I'll change the subject for you. Uh, this is normally where we would do our, our random rant topics on the show where uh, listeners like you can submit things that you want us to talk about. Um, but because we have Garrett with us, we're going to skip that portion. Uh, but if you want your topic right on the show, you can once again email us your idea using the subject line random rant idea to notallbadshow at gmail.com. Uh, we've gotten a lot recently, and we appreciate that, but we can always use more. So please do so. Uh, Paul, I guess that makes it your turn uh, it does. to do a positive rant followed by Garrett followed by me. I'm going to be honest, I'm still so fired up on this negative energy that's kind of hard for me to transition to being positive. I'll go interject with what I think your positive rant should be. What what should it be, Garrett? Now that you have this TV stand built, you finally have your 4K television in your room. That is true. That is true. It was Uh, in the living room for a while. I remember us talking about that. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm going to sideline my other rant, and I'm just going to I'm going to follow with that because I can kind of Ease, I can transition the energy from this TV stand to the benefits given me. So I'm, I'm calling Excellent. it audible. Good that's call, a, that's Garrett. A, wow. That's, wow. A, that's a great point, Garrett. Yeah, Um. I, I thought I was going to be moving out. Long-time fans of the show will know, since episode five, I was... <laughs> I've been living with my parents, and in episode five, I actually complained about my mom's cooking, which isn't a really nice thing <laughs> of me to do, but I did. 
Uh, specifically soups and her desire to cook soups frequently and my desire to not eat soups frequently. Um, but, uh, I thought I was going to be moving out, um, around like January, February. It's currently February. So like, I thought I was going to be moving up by now. Uh, the man with whom I was going, uh, to, to live, uh, what an yeah. odd way to phrase that. That may not that may not pass without me commenting on it, Paul. You tried to slip it under there. You tried to just sneak it past. But the good gentleman I, here I am pulling I the curtain. I, uh, let's take a look at that, Paul. I, why why did you phrase it that way? So suspiciously. I mean, if I'm being completely frank, the real reason I did it is because I wanted to use very particular grammar and sound smart, but I'm just tipsy enough that I couldn't pull it off. <laughs> oh, uh, no, that's I would say like... you couldn't. Formal person. <laughs> but uh, continue. So I just had to call attention to that one because it was super weird. All right, the man I was going to live with, um, <laughs> he's got some kind of weird name like Ezra. He he pulled out. And, um, <laughs> pull out weird man. Oh my God. God. Uh, I got to choose my words better. Um, but, um, <laughs> anyways, I bought a TV right before we were going to move out. Cause like, it'll be, you know, I don't have a lot of money, but I love wasting my money on good technology. So I bought myself a new 4k TV that was going to be for a new house. And in the meantime, I was like, I'll just put this downstairs in my parents' house. It'll just hang out there. Um, maybe I'll use it after they go to bed, but they watch weird shows, like lots of British crime drama. So I'm not going to like use the TV while they're awake. Well, turns out I'm still living at home and this TV was downstairs and I paid a, a, a fancy amount of money for this TV. <laughs> that, that doesn't seem like the word I was looking for, but I'm sticking with it. And, um, <laughs> and so I needed a way to get upstairs and, you know, I finally bought myself a TV stand. Now I've got this nice new uh, TV in my room. And let me tell you, there is something to higher resolutions, like picture quality genu and like color spectrum genuinely makes a difference as affected the way I watch like TV and movies. And it's, I really am thankful for the, the technology that has been developed and the way that the cost has been driven down to where a poor man like me can afford it because, um, it is pr if you guys don't ha haven't watched like true 4K content on a 4K TV, it actually does make a huge difference, and it's it's pretty great. I'll, I'm not, I'll just, I can't say that I have. I'll Paul, I'll leave it at that. Paul, when uh, when yes. we watched Blade Runner, was that on the 4K TV? Or was that a normal TV? Oh boy, I do not remember. When did you come to watch that? That was like a few months ago. They, it was probably on the 4K TV. Okay, I just remember sitting there being like, I feel like I'm in a movie theater. Yeah, that, it, okay, that that's a big, that really is a big part of it, is that, like, for a long time, only movie theaters could afford projectors or screens that were high enough quality that could, like, actually realize the vision of the people that were making the movie. But there really is, like, with the TVs that are coming out now, they, were, they are equal to, or in a lot of surprisingly in some cases better than the quality of screens you would see at a movie theater and so it really does it is like you can see movies in their highest possible quality in excuse me i just burped up some wine uh in your own home <laughs> Gross. and it's a it's, it's a great experience all right Paul, you are not treating this episode at all like a potential date is listening. 
I will say that if I was you, my behavior would be so changed from how I normally act. And yet you are, if anything, have shifted for the worse. You've doubled down. You're like, I'm I've just going to really let it all out. I've doubled down on what, what in my mind seems like the funniest, but is also objectively the least attractive portions of my personality. <laughs> I, well, that's kind of like the idea that my dating profile is bad pictures of me so that when I don't get a match, <laughs> I feel better. I feel like it's okay. I just deleted all mine, so I felt better. No, that, well, oh, Mr. High and Mighty over here, Garrett. Okay, well, congratulate Garrett. Look, I'm just saying I deleted mine because I had three conversations that went nowhere, and I was like, okay, it's the way I am, and then I just deleted them. Yeah. See, you're a smarter man that's than fair. I because I've had 30 <laughs> conversations that have gone nowhere. And for, for some reason, I took that and said, I should download another dating app and get more conversations uh-huh. is how I reacted to that. So I like that's, that. That's a, you're you're ways, a smarter man than I, Gary. Anyways, that's all I've got for you on 4K TVs. They're nice being able to watch high quality video is nice i already do it for my job so it's nice to be able to do it at home when i'm not <laughs> like having to do it for work it's all it's all good i enjoy it that's nice that's a good that's i like how you kind of twisted a very extremely hardcore negative into a little baby positive that's nice. <laughs> um that's paul that is by the way the maddest that i've ever seen you get on the show and i i i'm so surprised that it was this topic that broke you and and yet so pleased I have that effect. You know, it's funny. I, <laughs> I, in planning this topic, I was worried that that I wouldn't feel strongly enough about it because I know, be, because logically this is the one that logically makes me the least mad, but emotionally, it just took me to another level. You know, he's just all invested. He's all in. <laughs> I like that a lot. <clears throat> Garrett, uh, tell us, do you have something that that's made you happy recently, or is there? Yeah, I, I think. I mean, mine kind of goes off of that and i think that's why i brought it up initially um but i was just going to go on about how i love blu-rays i and people are like oh physical media well yes physical media because what <laughs> happens is when you live in a college town you have one uh freaking company just throttling your internet to make it atrocious uh-huh. and so whenever you're watching something and it's like it's high definition even if you're on like a 4k tv you're noticing all the black things are like little squares <laughs> like whenever it's dark or something outside you're like oh look at all those little squares making up the nighttime <laughs> but the other nice thing about living in a college town is I can just go down to the college library and pick up uh, almost any movie I want to on Blu-ray and then I can bring it home hmm. and I can sit down and I have a perfect picture and then I also have really nice headphones I can just plug into my controller and have it play through my headphones so I'm sitting there with movie theater like quality at home to watch Man. any movie and I watched one the other day that was like it was a remastered of like a 30s movie because I'm a movie snob <laughs> and it was incredible because whenever I watch a lot of like black and white stuff and streaming, because it's black and white, a lot of the, the blacks in the thing are not as crisp as the whites. So when you see the little squares and stuff, it kind of takes you out of it. When you're watching it on a Blu-ray, it's exactly like, it's better than on film. It, like, I mean, there are a mm-hmm. lot of reasons why film is better mm-hmm. nowadays, but when you're watching a 30s, uh, basically, like it's like a reprint of a 30s film, it's... Mm-hmm infinitely better than if you were to watch the actual prints yeah for for what it's worth i almost i almost want to share the audit with the audience some of like the technology behind this in the sense that 
Blu-rays actually are higher quality than streaming in HD in the sense that, like, Blu-rays in a lot of cases are reproduced. Like, they have saved to the disc every pixel, like, what's supposed to be in every pixel. So it's reproducing each frame accurately. And then streaming, based on your internet, but even if you have fantastic internet, is in a way to make it to where they don't have to transfer as much data over the internet they kind of use algorithms to predict what will be on the next frame and then like kind of just like blend things together. And so even though as much as I like to err on the side of digital media and I shit on physical media a lot these days, there is something to be said for the fact that there is something special about like a physical disc in how it reproduces the movies. Paul, want to hear a really fun story? Yeah. Of course. Well, that's the second time you've offered up a really fun story. Of course you I, want to uh, hear it. Only one of them is fun. This one's not nearly as fun. I bought <laughs> uh, Mean Streets, Martin Scorsese. Uh, I bought it on Blu-ray. Uh, but the uh, website I bought it on did not uh, care to mention that it was a French Blu-ray. And there are Blu-ray codes, so I cannot play it here. <laughs> is is well, that the entire that story? Sucks. That's the well, entire story. <laughs> And then to follow that up with, I was so upset about it, I just went down to the library and rented the actual one so I could sit there and watch it in complete like quality I, I mean, and be defiance. really happy for that little like hour and a half. But yeah, man, this has been a roller coaster of not happy, happy, not happy, happy. Well, I you know I'm ending happy with I got to watch it in Blu-ray regardless one way or another. That's what matters. I'm glad that yes. you're ending happy. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't really have much. To contribute, which is pretty much my tagline okay? at this point. Um, <laughs> I I, uh, I found out today that I like maps a lot. Oh, wow! Um, so the USGS, yeah. Well, I don't, you know, I don't know about making them, but I like looking at them. <laughs> uh, the United States Geological Survey has a website, and they just have like, hundreds of maps, a lot of them, and I just spent um part of the reason why my boss can't come on the show is because i talk about how much time i waste at work and i wasted (laughs) a significant amount of time at work today looking at usgs maps um there's some some of them are super cheap which is really interesting most of them are in fact really cheap Uh, a lot of these aren't very interesting it's stuff like this corner of wyoming things like that (laughs) but um there's some that are super cool and a lot of them are really really outdated which is kind of cool in a way most of the ones in wyoming yeah all the (laughs) wyoming ones i scoured the internet for good wyoming maps and there are none (laughs) i'm just i'm sure there are some i'm just kidding um no there's really not it's all like (laughs) guys grew up in wyoming for those in the audience that i remember you because you were talking about jackson hole weren't you or just jackson yes jackson hole well jackson hole is the area jackson is the town oh okay um i didn't know i thought i thought there were two different towns interesting I didn't know that. That's very interesting. It is interesting. No, but I should have fun- I should have paid closer attention to those maps, huh? Funny enough <laughs> that you're talking about these maps. Uh, growing up in Wyoming, in Jackson, um, my dad is a geologist. Went to A and M, did geology, and I am not kidding when I say that on his uh, Google Chrome he has uh, the geological maps that you're discussing bookmarked. <laughs> I I may make the move soon because they're very he, interesting to look at. He he um, is a, an artist. He does like cowboys and Indians. And he has geological maps bookmarked on his web browser. That is, 
I respect that a lot. I think that's very cool. I don't know how many people think that's cool. I think that's extraordinarily cool. <laughs> he um, can tell you all about like the the the, the what is it, the ones with the circles, like the ratings of the slope and all that. Topographical. The topographical. Topographical. Yeah, oh, he, he, I don't know how I pulled that out of my brain. You've done your research. He has cornered many a family member at a family reunion to discuss topographical maps. I uh, I am willing to be cornered if I ever meet your dad. <laughs> Which I know I would never will. I want to talk about. I will bring. I'll bring up maps first. Paul met my grandfather me. a couple of weeks ago, and I felt really bad because he cornered him into a conversation. And Paul's like, what, "I need to go what, to bed what? early." And then, like two hours later, he was leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love old people, you know. <laughs> he drove me back from the airport, and he's getting ready to pull out. My grandfather's like, "Come inside." Oh yeah. And then, was... like two hours later, he was like, "And that's how I worked at Lockheed Martin." Hey, that sounds interesting, though. I'd like to hear it, about that. It, it is. Your family you haven't like heard the story cool 90 times. He has really cool stories. It's just you hear him enough, and you're like, okay, yeah, this is the one where you did the thing with North Korea. I get it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> get, your grand- get your grandpa on the show. I want him as a guest. <laughs> I'm, Garrett, I'm not even kidding. Uh, reach out. We would love him on the show. <laughs> yeah, That'd be hilarious. That'd be awesome, actually. <laughs> um, but like, Grandpa, what really guides your gears? <laughs> that may be a hazardous we kind of have to probably put up some uh some uh gutter guards so to speak this is an old southern man mind you yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> that's a risky proposition we're gonna have to maybe uh maybe give him a route to follow but speaking of routes to follow i found a map today that was um perfect listed yeah well thank you well it was until you made me made me stare at it in the face and address it you can edit that out I won't though. <laughs> if if anything is if I think anything is mildly funny, any mistake, I leave it in. Like all the times Paul has to go pee during the show. God, does he I, take his fun, microphone fun, with him like on PlayStation? We're like, Paul, we hear you pee. Fun fact, on an episode recently, while Zach was doing his rant, I went and peed and I got back before he uh finished his topic and so i don't think anyone noticed if someone can guess which episode it is i will not do anything but i'll be impressed you <laughs> will bring your boss on the show <laughs> oh my <laughs> god maybe that i won't promise anything but <laughs> they're cool maps all right i can't so for some reason i can't get my tiny little map positive rant out without something funny or coming along so it which is great it's a great problem to have so i'm just gonna leave it at that i like maps there's a lot of cool ones i was looking at today at work like one that listed <laughs> all the explorations that uh uh americans took to uh, not americans but people took across america to kind of discover the land like lewis and clark and cabeza de vaca and all the spanish explorers in the 1500s and stuff Ooh. Um, that one's on the usgs website as well there's a. Have you ever been to Alpine, Texas, out Big Bend area? Uh, I know where it is, but I've never been there. My gran- other grandfather was a professor out there of biology, and they have a really cool museum. And in the museum, they have maps that like Cabeza de Vaca and those like Spanish conquistadors had when they came over, or that they were wow. making rather. Yeah, she sounds really. Interesting. I think they have That's the awesome. real ones, but like they have reproductions on display, so you can like see and be like, oh, this is hmm. what they thought the new world looked like. Interesting. Hmm. I was looking at one of those today, and man, they suck at making maps. They're really bad. Oh, yeah. They have, like, gigantic uh, sea monsters pulling Poseidon in a chariot in the Gulf of Mexico, which is so (laughs) bad. You could not get away with that kind of shit. 
Can imagine if Rand McNally was just like, and then you turn left on I-75 where the big Loch Ness Monster is. The, the <laughs> maps were so bad that they were. it was a map of North and South America and you could still see Africa. It's like there's a whole ocean there. But anyway, they had little elephants drawn on Africa where there would be jungle. Oh. And uh, and I just I really like that. It's you can't you can't have a, a legitimate map by the USGS today and just draw like what? Well, there are grizzly bears in Colorado, so I think I might just add a little bear here. <laughs> I wish you could. I respect that move a lot. I mean, do do you guys ever wonder like what cartographers even do at this point? Because like there's no like really undiscovered lands. Like we got people working on maps to like update like street names and like buildings and businesses but like is what do you even do if you're someone who studied like how to reproduce geography into map form like we we've already like studied everything it feels like so i don't even know i what assume you just do drive it. around the google street view car <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> modern cartographers that's all you do just drive <laughs> google street view <laughs> um like i did, did four years of college it's... for this do you guys think it's tacky to decorate a home with a map, a framed map, or is it kind of intellectual and refined? Where, I mean, where do you guys fall? Is it a fun I map sure hope Poseidon? it's not tacky because I just looked up and I can see the world map that I have hung above my bed right now. But it's very tacky. <laughs> <laughs> Only because of what Paul said, I'm assuming. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man. I have no actual thing to back that up other than just Paul's statement. <laughs> I feel like it makes you it makes you look intellectual. I think it's a it's a worldly move, but I don't know. I'm I have undecided. It may be a tacky. I, I still want to do it. It depends if it's like a like an Applebee's like drawing, like a little uh, uh what do you call it? a coloring book or something you get with like the kids. <laughs> oh thing. yeah, like you're a, framing a that. And you're like, oh look at what little Timmy did. You're like, okay, well he's like 27 now, so why is that still on the wall? I mean, p- part of my logic is that. First of all, I actually just genuinely enjoy looking at maps, but also I almost feel like I'm learning every I'm learning something every time I look at the map because every time I look at it, I'm reinforcing my confidence in countries I know the location of or I'm building knowledge of where other lesser known countries are to where like I now pretty confidently can place most like countries on a world map. So like that's I don't know, maybe that's nerdy, but like I, I enjoy having a, ma- a world map because I can place most countries in the world on a map at this point. That's one if of my gave, favorite features. If we gave yeah. you just like a, a blank map in the United States, you think you would label all the states? I could do all the states for sure. There's certain like Eastern European or African countries that I would struggle to place on a map, but most other parts of the world I can place like I most feel like- countries. Yeah, when it gets to like certain places in Africa and Europe, I would just not be able to do that. But like, yeah, American states, I think I can get mostly all yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I have to say on maps, which it ended up being a lot more than I initially anticipated. So I appreciate <laughs> you guys helping me find my way. Of course, <laughs> we hope um, you that... make that map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, well, thank you for laughing gonna... at my joke. It was terrible, but you laughed. <laughs> well, I, if I, if if people don't laugh at jokes that aren't very good, then we wouldn't have any listeners. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to wrap up our our episode today. Um, thanks for having me, guys. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Garrett. Yeah, we we really Garrett. enjoyed having you. Hope I didn't call Paul out too much to <laughs> I never think hear you from called, him. Again. <laughs> you called him out exactly the right amount. 
think. <laughs> I, I think I think we could use more calling out of me on this show. Well, I don't know if you want that, but okay, I'll see what I can do. I'm not saying All I right. want it. I'm just saying Paul's it's probably it. for the best. <laughs> uh, once again, we're on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, and Overcast. Uh, we would love it if you left a rating and review on on iTunes. Uh, we got a couple of those last week. They were really fun to read off. Young wage gap, whoever you are, Paul and I don't know who you are. So, uh, <laughs> if you just want to let us know privately or publicly, that'd be great. We'd love to thank you. Um, otherwise, great review, uh, regardless, and we appreciate it. Uh, you can not only let us know what you think about the show in the ratings on iTunes, but also via our email, notallbadshow at gmail.com. Once again, if you want to be a guest like Garrett was today, you can email us there. Or if you want your topic to be randomly read on the show when we don't have a guest, and Paul and I will rant on that, you can email that as well uh, with the subject line, random rant idea. Um, and then finally, I'd like to ask that if you liked what you heard today, uh, please take Paul on a date. <laughs> <laughs> and also, right. uh, also tell your friends about the show and, and tell them to listen as well. Why don't you just add this to your profile if you're listening? and and can i also add just really quick um if you're a fan of the show he doesn't burp that much (laughs) and you're not (laughs) following the twitter i really do recommend that you follow the show's twitter um wait as a fan i appreciate that y'all drunk tweet on that (laughs) that's a new (laughs) development because i started doing it in my personal life a lot so i figured why not carry it over into the (laughs) few weeks ago at my birthday Paul was like, Garrett, I'm going to get drunk tonight and I'm going to tweet something. And I was like, oh, please let me know what you say. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it's at not all bad show uh, is the Twitter account. And I I just (laughs) I also just looked it out up and just noticed that the location is hell. I never noticed that, Zach. That's it's always been that way. That's that's how it's been since Um, uh, I first made the Twitter. And and uh, <laughs> I just want to add, it's fun because Zach and I uh, like to tweet out things related to the show, related to things we talked about on the show. And I I think it's genuinely funny. It's argu- honestly, I think the show is like okay, but like I think the show is worth <laughs> listening to to get the Twitter content because the Twitter content in a like when you know the references to the show is genuinely hilarious. I really recommend it. Yeah, we've been trying to tweet a lot more, and I think it's been going well. So um, follow us there. Mean a lot. Um, that's that's gonna wrap up episode thirty-four. Once again, Garrett, incredible having you. Thank you, thank you for joining oh, us, man. Thanks, guys. That was fun. You know, that wasn't all bad. Aww. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> you didn't. I, I was I was uh, steadfast that time, Garrett. I did not laugh at that one. You I noticed. I noticed that that was very apparent to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to episode 35 of Not All Bad. I'm Zach Andrews. And this is Paul Messman. This is Garrett. Thanks, Garrett. <laughs> and uh, dance like nobody's watching. Rant like nobody's listening. Mm-hmm.